morning, everybody. The Design Duo is back at you here today on a Tuesday morning, and it is still bitter cold, though. We are still in the end of March, and winter is not letting up. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, today, we have guest speaker Cam, Cam with us. Cam is our one and only male co-worker that's right here at design to sell <laughs> and we love having him around it's awesome having a guy around to help with all the things that us girls are unable to do or lift or whatever but he fits right in and it's awesome to have him he's in our commercial department doing all that commercial estimating with Letitia and Cam give us a little bit of a background on your story tell us your experience let them all know what you did before sure so uh, after high school, I moved up to Fargo and worked there for a couple years. Uh, when I came back to DL, I was working at Lake Shirts and I went back to school uh, for architectural technology here at M State in Detroit Lakes. And I was drafting a couple different architectural firms for a couple years uh, before realizing that I really wanted to get back to Detroit Lakes, my hometown, be involved more with the community. So it's when I reached out to Sky here at Design to Sell and saw if there was room for me and and we actually didn't have an open position at the time, but it was like um, Letitia needed let help him. in the commercial department and Cam was a perfect fit. He Absolutely. had a bunch of experience with a previous architecture firm. Um, and so it was just the perfect match, really. Yeah. Fit right in and he loves all of our girl talk. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, anyways, today we are going to talk about the experience of being inspired by your surroundings, essentially. So we just got back from Hawaii, mm -hmm. Roxanne and I, and a couple of the other staff members from work. And a couple of things that inspired us were quite a few things, actually. But Roxanne, talk about the thing that we were both sitting in bed looking at. We were she in different hotel me. rooms, and we texted each other back and forth, like, what are we going to talk about at this next podcast? And we just so happened, I guess, to be looking at the crown molding in the room at the same time. So I texted Sky and I was like, maybe we should talk about the use of woodwork because that's something I think it's so overlooked. And just adding that final touch of the detail and architectural feature that they, they may include into a space makes all the difference in the world. Another thing was door styles was huge because we had... Um, plantation shutters on the the sliding glass doors that were almost like a barn door they were all like very louvered it was yeah. all louvered looking doors and and windows and things like that everything was louvered yeah and on interior doors i feel like that's something in in detroit lakes and in minnesota you don't see very often but if you're in a lake house i can totally see integrating something like that totally. within a master suite or closet i just think it adds a lot of fun texture and it's just different rather than your very typical coastal. yeah it's like very, coastal. very tropical everything there was very <clears throat> tropical of course but the louvered doors definitely were a huge part of that mm -hmm. and then we also saw some really cool like wall panels that had wallpaper in the middle and then a beautiful like coastal sconce tropical light. sconce light that yeah. came out of it so being inspired by your surroundings going on this trip not only was an awesome vacation but also a way for us to bring back that inspiration when we're doing coastal features in a lake home Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of fun to take in all the different design features of we stayed at a very nice resort. But another thing to kind of touch on whenever it comes to inspiration and bringing that into your home is furniture. Because Sky and I both saw right overlooking this balcony, they have these woven seagrassy kind of chairs. And oh my goodness, it just 
completely fit the vibe. I mean, you'd yeah. walk over and you'd sit down. It's like, oh my gosh. Absolutely. Like, I feel like I'm such in a huge impact. <laughs> Absolutely. And just having that right furniture and the texture of it and the coastal feeling of it and fitting right into the atmosphere, right? Which mm-hmm. we need to make sure that when we're designing homes for clients that we're picking those pieces that fit right into their atmosphere as well. Mm-hmm. So moving on to other things that inspire us, like let's just say another thing that happened was Roxanne went into a, a public bathroom. And let's talk about how public bathrooms in commercial settings oh, for affect sure. the way that you see the entire business, right? Yes. Or yes. the entire facility. Mm-hmm. So like what are some things that you see, Cam, in a public bathroom that make you feel inspired? Uh, when it's clean, well-decorated, um, you know, as long as it, I like the colors to match and uh, just have it tied together really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or something like unique, right? Like yeah, maybe absolutely. there's like some funky wallpaper and some really cool tile, a really cool countertop. Mm-hmm. Um, you had seen a really cool countertop in the one in Hawaii. Tell I us did. about that. So I, I went to this like little shack on the side of the road restaurant and I was really impressed because I walked in and they had this feature wall behind the vanity. And in a lot of times in a commercial bathroom, you have to deal with. Um, an ADA is that what it's ADA called? compliant ADA yes. compliant um, vanity so there's exposed plumbing and things like that but they had a really cool way of integrating something that was a design feature and hiding that and they actually had a sink that was separate and a little side counter that was really just there as a shelf for a piece of greenery and yep. it was absolutely beautiful they did a stone wall behind the vanity itself or behind the sink, I should say. And it was all these like tropical colored stones. And we've used those. I mean, we have tons of samples of those, but I had never seen it on a wall that didn't go wall to wall. They actually had a separation piece between where the stalls and where the mirror were. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've I've thought in the past, you can't really do a feature wall on a wall that continues, but if you have a cool way of breaking that up and creating that divider, you absolutely can. Right. And then Maddie had taken a really cool picture too of like a floating like wood vanity. Oh, that, that was, was really so cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, just different areas. Like we went to a wedding last weekend or two weekends ago and they had just really basic white subway tile. But then above that was awesome. this amazing wallpaper, wallpaper. and yeah. walking into these commercial bathrooms bathrooms affect the way that you see that business mm-hmm. period or even in your home so i think that that is actually very interesting because you know you walk into a fantastic restaurant or a fantastic space and you go in the bathroom and it's a total dive that's going to affect the way you see that yeah am i right absolutely everyone knows those restaurants or those bars that you go into and you're like oh god i don't want to go to this bathroom it's really gross well and then we went down and we were going to do this uh excursion oh, and we yeah. walked into this oh. terrible bathroom <laughs> we, we wouldn't even use it it was that bad. no yeah so it was like okay i'd rather hold it well you don't want that for your guests or your company no, or absolutely not whatnot I feel like bathrooms also are a huge highlight in your home, especially like a powder bathroom. Let's just say you have one vanity and one toilet. It's a really small space, but you can use something very simple to make a huge impact. And ceilings in small spaces, I think, are the way to do it, for sure. Well, and I think that people always forget about their ceilings. You, you should think of your ceiling as the fifth, fifth wall, wall in any yeah. design. Mm-hmm. So some cool, unique things that you can do is, again, adding that crown molding because the crown molding and the woodworking really is a huge impact for in sure. Space but maybe you're adding shiplap on the ceiling or maybe it's reclaimed wood or I've you seen know, maybe wallpaper it's a ceiling. I've seen wallpaper on ceilings also now. Yes. And that's something that I think is starting to take on to trend. And
And even if you have something really simplistic on your walls and do like a very, very pale color, but then that pale, pale color is picked up in the background of your wallpaper and just doing some crown molding at the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yep. Yes. So always think about your ceilings and the way that they affect the room and just finish off that space. Mm-hmm, for sure. So now I want to talk about the um, design to sell offices mm, for a minute mm-hmm. in the work environment and how creating that special work environment and that happy work environment for your employees, your <laughs> staff, yourself to go to work every day and work in how that makes you feel. Mm-hmm. So Cam, tell us in general, like what, what's your favorite part about the offices here at Design to Sell and how do they make you feel and how does it affect your work environment? Uh, sure. I think that the offices are well put together. I really enjoy Letitia and I's office. Uh, we get a little bit more privacy. It's a little more quiet being in the detached warehouse. Um, it's like got a really fun vibe. You got like the yeah. blue cabinets and the brick walls and the white quartz countertops, but it's bright and it's cheerful and yes. there's great music playing and all of that affects the way that you feel. Yeah. And adequate lighting, yeah. I think, is a huge part of that as well. I mean, we've got, I mean, your office is very big. I'd say there's at least 12 lights in there in the ceiling. Yeah. Yep. And gotta have lighting. Yeah. And they're on dimmers. So that's another thing too. Like if, if you're having an overcast day, you can turn them all the way up and it's nice and bright and it feels happy in there but most of the offices if not all of the offices here have a a mini fridge in them also so that they can you know put their own house all of our lacroix or the lacroix (laughs) or all the different beverages but just making it convenient and easy and fun for your not only yourselves to come Mm -hmm. and work but also when you have clients come and you're you know staff members everybody to come in and it's very presentable very welcoming i'd say a huge part of it for myself is that i came from an office space where i was in a cubicle back home and i always had like a little plant and it didn't do very well because i didn't have any natural light and that was a huge thing for me we have windows in almost all of our offices and even if it's not necessarily a window that leads to outside like Mm -hmm. even megan's office has a window that lets some of the natural light in i think is absolutely huge Um, I love that aspect and you can kind of see like what the weather is doing and things like that. But, um, having greenery, even if it's Mm -hmm. something that's not natural, it doesn't need to be watered, which in most offices is the way to go. Um, it just gives you that sense of life. It gives you that, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of added something to a space where you can have the best color scheme in the world. But if you don't have a little bit of splash of a greenery or a potted plant or something, right. It's not going to give you the same feeling. Yeah, it definitely adds a lot. And then also thinking that like thinking about <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh. I'm going to interrupt. So I, I don't know what I'm saying. This is one thing that you know, a lot of business owners don't put a lot of thought into is like how they're affecting their employees and how much more production they could get out of their employees if they give them great spaces to work yes, in and be yes. happy in. And I think that's so underrated. Yes. In all honesty, so underrated. It almost just breaks my heart because you walk into these miserable, honestly, work environments and people are sitting in these cubicles no windows bad lighting and you can feel it the second you walk in it's kind of like "Mm, right i don't it's just i don't feel warm and cozy in here no it's like how can you work in here every day all day eight hours a day and be Mm -hmm. happy and love Mm -hmm. what you're doing and love your job and i think more employers need to understand the importance of that and how can we as designers make them understand that i mean come into our offices here and experience our vibe and our culture and our 
our employees and the, their happiness and it's it does have a huge impact in the productivity and everything else and i, I just, just can't say, stress it enough yes i was just gonna say productivity it's one of those things where you can take a moment to have a breather and feel comfortable and relaxed in your own space and i feel like I've worked at places before where I'm sitting at my desk. Okay. I've done everything I need to do. I just need like a five minute, like calm down of looking at a computer for six hours at a time. And I'd walk outside because that was something that I needed to do to relieve my space from the sterile environment that I was in. But if you were to create an area, let's just say it's your conference room, or let's just say it's somewhere where you bring your other guests or clients in. If it's just a lunch room for all of your employees, smart if you have to start small and do something like that and see how it goes i promise you you will not regret it because it makes all the difference in the world absolutely absolutely 100 percent. so that brings me back to what are some other sources of inspiration that you guys have personally seen while you're out and about that you brought into your own home like mine, think for him? instance, well, one of them would be like, we went to Las Vegas market. We saw this really cool feature wall. We came back and we created our own at Allure yes. with all the different dried botanicals and palm yes. leaves and everything. Yeah. That and the was, neon sign was another right. thing. And then the neon sign. So just like bringing that inspiration back and incorporating it into Allure mm-hmm. was another way that we did that. And honestly, I always say that when people ask me like where I get my inspiration from, I would say that honestly, 75% of my inspiration is from my clients. And the reason Mm -hmm. why is because every client's got a different style. They come to you with a different idea. Mm -hmm. So you get all these different ideas and you're like, wow, that's actually really cool. Or you start creating something that they had a vision on. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, that's really inspiring. I've never done a project like this before, or I really like your style or, you know, just building off of that and learning from them as well, which is really cool. So not only are they learning from you, but you're learning from them in their various styles and it, to me it's super inspiring so i say that 75 percent of my inspiration does come from my clients mm-hmm. yeah when we redid our bathroom i'd say a lot of the inspiration came from like pinterest and the internet yeah uh, i don't use pinterest too much but my wife is on it and it's great that i get to see all the ideas that she shows for me from there um but yeah a lot of videos and stuff from the internet people have really creative ideas out there yeah Mm -hmm. they definitely do pinterest is huge house is huge or just like pulling ideas like you might get one idea from pinterest but then you incorporate all the different pieces and make it your own yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah inspiration for myself i'd say has come from actually growing up and my grandmother was like the main person in the household besides my dad but she had a very scandinavian style um she had a lot of different things that you don't just see. I mean, like knickknacky stuff. So for me, it's kind of like, I love funky patterns. I love Mm -hmm. incorporating different colors and yellow and and blue are like two of my favorite colors to combine. But my favorite color is orange. So for me, it's like I mixed all those together and I made it work in my house and I found this amazing rug. And for me, it was like, that was my inspiration. I found one piece and I kind of molded my whole space around that one piece. I really wish that people weren't afraid to bring in color. I feel like people are so afraid that they're going to get sick of a color or, you know, afraid to bring in color in general. But Mm -hmm. if you're bringing it in in the right way, say through throw pillows, area rugs, things that are easily changeable. Yes. You know, um, maybe you don't paint your whole wall a bright orange like we used to do back in the day. Yes. But maybe you do that instead with throw pillows or curtains or things like that. But just pick a color that makes you happy. Bring that in. Don't be afraid to incorporate color. Please 
don't. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of it, being as everything's been so neutral and blah it's for so long. It's been very neutral for a very long time, and grage has always been this thing that everybody's reverted to because we went through an era of beige, and then we went through an era of everything being a cold gray, and now it's kind of that, I think, will stick. I think another mm-hmm. thing in kind of getting out there and seeing other inspirational things has been that I do see beige and warm tones coming back. Yeah, like a lot of warmer tones. I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about that. But guys, you have to imagine if you're doing something that's that vivid or that um, warm of a color, you have to balance it out with something that is a true color. Mm -hmm. Because if you've got beige, white, cream, that's beautiful. But if you throw an aqua or you throw a navy blue or you throw a bright green. It totally just adds life life. to the space. Absolutely. Like brings it all together and just makes it pop. I think for people that want to get the ball rolling and start with something, you absolutely should look at your living room and look at your bedroom. Do those two things for us, please, this week. If there's a task we can give you, please do that. Most people nowadays will do um, window treatments. I think window treatments are another huge area where people overlook it all the time. And it's highly functional for one, especially people on the lake. There's all different versions of window treatments that you can get. You can get like sunglasses for your windows, but you can also have the front of it be, let's just say you want something woven. You want to incorporate a tweed. You want to incorporate something that's more like a bamboo. You can bring visually something interesting up higher by incorporating window treatments and layering with curtains. Mm-hmm. And I that's love something layering. That and you've it totally done in your rental. Up the space I absolutely too. love. You have to soften it up. So you have to do the window treatments and then soften it with the curtains. Even mm-hmm. if the curtains aren't the functional part of it, they're no. there for aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Maybe they absorb some sound if you don't have any carpet in that space, but they're also just flowy and light and honestly just finish off that space. So love it. It is super important. It's a huge aspect in design. It's also another huge aspect that gets forgotten about during the building process. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, I need window treatment. There's a huge glare on my TV like in my living room. A, we didn't figure for window treatment. Yeah. So that's something too that you should think about in as in far in advance as you can while building a home too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've always struggled with picking the right curtains just because you know, sometimes you get the rods where they have the split in the middle when you're trying to pull the curtain. Oh, yeah. Constantly mm-hmm. catching in the middle, so you just get tired of it and take it down. And Right, yeah. exactly. And that's another easy change, too. Mm-hmm. So maybe you pick some fun pattern curtains if you have solid-colored furniture, and all of a sudden now you just totally finished off that space and added so much yes. to it. Yes, yes. So it's just the little things, really, you guys. It's all about those little details. And the people that are willing to put the thought and time and effort and money into those details are the people that end up with the best overall end project yes and you're gonna opinion. walk into that space and be like oh wow this is it's finished. the little things like the hardware on your cabinets the curtains the bedding the throw pillows it's all those little details that add up to the end that just make it the, the big wow factor and mm-hmm. if you're forgetting those details you're forgetting a huge part of the overall design mm-hmm. so invest in those details it's the best thing you can do yeah going back to the assignment for everybody watching today also we talked about looking at your living room looking at your master bedroom okay what i want you to look at is in your master bedroom is is your nightstand the the catch-all is it something where all your crud ends up on top of your nightstand and do you have storage that's necessary for that area and can you go bigger on those pieces 
I think a lot of times I'll go into people's bedrooms and I'll see that their nightstands are way too small Mm -hmm. and they have tiny lamps (laughs) on their nightstands. So one huge thing that I've learned from Sky and decorating jobs and things like of that nature is just doing larger pieces of furniture Mm -hmm. where you absolutely can utilize that space. Because honestly, in the corner of a room where you've got a bed against a wall and nightstands on either end, you can't utilize the rest of that wall really for much else. No. So rather than doing something really small, perhaps doing a little bit larger of a nightstand, getting rid of your clutter and doing more of a larger light fixture um, lamp. Just making sure it's to scale for the space, really. Because there's a fine line between, you know, going all big or going all small. So, you know, for instance, you don't want like a huge dinosaur couch in your living room that is way too oversized. You know, you just want to make sure that everything's to scale. Mm-hmm. So if you have nine foot ceilings, go with some tall lamps yeah. on, your, on your end tables in your bedroom. Or tall plants. But if they're too small and they're not filling the space right, then you need to upsize on that. And less is best, yes. in all honesty. Yes. Um, try to figure out ways to remove the clutter, simplify. It'll not only help you um, be less stressed out, mm-hmm. but it'll also be more aesthetically pleasing and calming. And, and you'll be more efficient. You know where things are. It's organized. It's put in its place. Everything has a home. I think a huge part of all of that is walking into a space not having clutter. And Mm -hmm. feeling as though that you can take a deep breath and you can relax. So back to Roxanne's assignment. Because I like that we have an assignment. Um, Now you're looking at your end tables and your lamps and and your clutter, right? Okay, we've established that. But I also want you guys to look at your bedding and your pillows on your bedding. Does your bed look full? I know some men hate pillows on all the beds, but it really adds a ton Mm -hmm. to make your bed feel full and luscious and comfortable and all the things. But maybe you have a throw blanket draped over the edge of your bed with some pillows that coordinate or match. Um, Things to think about, and maybe you change out those pillows seasonally. Maybe in the spring, they're pink and yellow pillows, just for instance, or maybe in the winter, they're green and blue. So one of my main tricks that I always tell my clients, and this is for somebody that maybe has like the orange tone um, honey Honey oak. oak throughout the home or wood floors, is when you're working with wood tones that are more in that orange tone, How you can offset that is, I always think of the color wheel. So we've got our warm tones on one side with the red, orange, yellow, and we've got our cool tones on the opposite side with the green, blue. Um, And so offsetting that. So maybe what I'd pair that honey oak with is opposite end of the color wheel where we are now doing some form of a blue or a green to kind of chill that out, cool it out a little bit and balance it. Visually, it provides so much balance. Absolutely. Or if you're working with cool tones, right? Mm -hmm. Warming them up by using one of the warmer tones too. Mm -hmm. So just figuring out that color wheel, take a good look at it and say, okay, do I have cool tones and maybe I need to warm it up? Or do I have warm tones and I need to cool it down? Like where is that balance at? Where is that contrast? Mm -hmm. So. That's interesting because I feel that. I get asked that question a lot, like if I'm helping customers in the showroom, like, well, does this feel too cold to you? How can I warm that up? And I really never know how to answer that. Yep. Yep. And so, I mean, it definitely makes sense and it it definitely will help your space kind of all tie together. And so, but our goal is today is just to make sure that you are finding inspiration everywhere. Like what, when you're looking at things, what makes you happy? Stop and take a moment to actually look when you're in a public bathroom that you really love and decide what is it that I love about this? Like, Mm -hmm. is it the wallpaper? Is it how everything ties together? Is it the tile on the walls? Like what makes that speak to you? Absolutely. And then bring Mm -hmm. ways, find ways to bring it into your own home 
and be inspired and use those pieces that speak to you, make you happy and inspire you because those are pieces that you're going to love forever. Absolutely. Yep. So thank you so much for watching our podcast today with the design duo guest speaker camp and our commercial department. We appreciate you watching and hope you have a great day.